so lately I've been coming into the number seven a lot. Now my phone number, whoever had it before me, they was doing all kinds of crazy shit. Cause I be getting these spam text messages from talking about Viagra and shit like that. So I don't know what they was doing, but yeah. Anyways, but I had just got a test message saying, hey, this is seven-ish. They num they name was seven-ish, seven-I-S-H. And they was like, hold on, let me read it. Let me read it. Okay, they said, I'm a single girl. If you want to video chat, please add me. And then it say, oh, this is for POFGirlUSA.com. Okay. And then her username got seven in it. So anyways. <laughs> Oh my God, let me mark that as spam. Jeez, I don't know what to do. It's like every time I block them, it's like they find a new way to message me or message me from a different number and shit. All right. All right, anyways. Uh, but I've been coming in contact with the number seven so often it came up in a dream I was I had a dream about seventh period and that was a pretty interesting dream and it was something else that had seven attached to it but you know I see like five 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 three 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 repeated numbers quite a bit 11 11 stuff like that but the way that seven being brought to my attention been different. It been more profound. It been in my dreams and stuff. It's been in weird ass text messages like that. And like right now it's 827. Let me look on this numerology app, see what it say. Um, that person that I'm trying to cut away from, they are life path seven. So I don't know, man, if people could give me some insight on that, like what do other, somebody else, I would really like to hear somebody else's perspective on why the meaning of that. You know, I guess I have my own opinion, but I would really love to hear somebody else's perspective on that. Seven. Let's look up. 
Because sometimes it stops recording if I have it plugged in. I don't even know. Oh my goodness. What the fuck is going on? Shit is weird. Shit is weird as fuck lately. Now let me tell you what happened. I must be oh oh oh. Okay, I get what happened. Okay, so whoever sent, they sent me this in a group text. So they sent it to me and three other people. Oh, and somebody, oh my God. And every number in this group has the number seven in it. Bitch, I'm telling you the truth. So one of the people that's in the group had, Text stop. Bitch, I'm
for me? Is this year seven for me? You know, I think that it, no, I think last year was year seven for me. And this year is, is year eight. Yeah. Last year was year seven for me. And this year is year eight. Stop recording when I click on it because sometimes it does. So I'm gonna click on this website that is about five reasons why you are seeing seven. You know what? Let me put this in a separate clip so if it stops recording, I could just delete that clip. One thing I can say is that I've been sleeping good these past two days. I slept really good. Um, I did have a dream. I just can't remember it. I should have. Look, another text. Man, give me the reasons. Oh, they didn't give like specific reasons. It's like, man, why you even named the article that in the first place?
Alright, for some reason, psychological, oh, psychological, <laughs> psychology today is talking about the number seven. And you know, clothes that I have purchased keep showing up in my damn advertisement. Advertise me something different. I already bought these clothes. And they still ain't here. So, on this article, it said, here are seven reasons we are so drawn to the number. It has been significant since ancient times. All right. It has had significance in almost every major religion. It is associated with luck and magical properties. It matches our memory capacity. Let's read this one. In 1956, George Miller of Harvard University wrote what is today considered one of the classic papers in psychology in which he demonstrated that most people can retain roughly seven items of information in their short-term memory. That is why phone numbers in the U.S. and many other countries tend to have seven digits. Okay. It fits our attention spans because of our mental capacity favoring seven. Seven is also a good fit for our attention spans. It's a prime number. It is the most popular number. I guess I will find out what it means for me exactly as time goes on. But yeah, I just wanted to record and have record of this time that because this seven, this number been very like screaming at me lately. I've been seeing it in very magical ways. Things are really, like, weird right now. Like, it's been a lot of weird shit happening. (laughs) And, you know, I'm just riding the wave, riding the wave. All right, so <laughs> man, I'm tripping out. I know I want to go outside get some fresh air, man. But so this video came up to my awareness, and the video is called. Hold on, it's a pickle card. It's called exposing the truth on something. So I choose power one. And and power one. And I'm saying because I was watching um American Horror Story. And this video came up. And power one have a whole bunch of sevens in the 
the time stamp. And then when the lady was doing the reading, it has sevens in it. So I'm going to start it over, but dang, I don't really want to start it over. I'm going to rewind it just a little bit. And just continue it because I don't want to start it all the way over. To not give your trust easily, how to analyze what is being said to you versus what is actually happening. You need to activate your third eye chakra more in situations where you would feel emotional towards the people that you love. Don't let emotions block your vision, pile number one. And your learning lesson is... Too. And Pile 2 also have a lot of sevens in it. So, I'm going to watch that one too. Love, but at the same time, love yourself as well. And not allow anyone to cross their boundaries this way with you. And be comfortable in being that selfish in their treatment towards you. Pile number one. With the Seven of Cups here, uh, I see that this person has been taking so much advantage of you, pile number one, to the extent where they, the only thing they can think about at the moment is how they can benefit from you. They don't care, unfortunately, at this stage what happens to you, uh, they don't, they're not quite empathetic towards you, and you definitely cannot rely on them. In fact, it seems like this person um, has gotten so used to what you're giving that there's, with the Seven of Cups here, it's like they're looking at other options. Uh, maybe they're looking at other friends. Maybe they've even reached this delusional conclusion of believing their own lies and forgetting what you're giving and starting to complain too much about the things that you do that are of your complete right. They may have tagged you in their mind as nagging too much when you talk about what you believe is your right and what you believe is not going right. Um, they might have labeled you as um, someone who is not interesting, forgetting how uninteresting they have become towards you, how they uh, display lack of giving, even when it, when it comes to conversation. This person has been giving you nothing and it has the audacity to explain about what you're giving them and how interesting you should be in trying to entertain them when they've been doing nothing at all, pile number one. So I think with this reading, your spirit guides are really trying to show you 
that it's time for you to recognize and be honest with yourself. Are you really seeing the truth for what it is, child number one? Has this person been treating you the way they claim they hold you dearly? Are they really stuck the way they continuously claim that they are? Or are they the ones choosing to be stuck, quote on, quote unquote, out? So, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Ooh, child. Jesus, Jesus. My heart chakra. Heart chakra. Your spirit guides realize that it's not very easy to suddenly let go of someone, child number one. But you're really being encouraged to take it step by step. Think about it rationally and slowly. Think about how, what you're not getting out of this. And if you let go of this person, are you really losing much at all? And you're being encouraged to summon up your courage to not be afraid to let go of someone who's not respecting you. With the eight here, this is the strength card number one and it's depicted in a very interesting way here you see a flower growing in the middle of nowhere a stone fence and so if you feel like you're afraid of maybe being alone of not maybe harboring the right relationships that are right for you or whatever it is that you are afraid of in terms of taking this step of releasing this person there is a promise here that once you learn this lesson that we're going to talk about here and release them there is a new beginning out of nowhere so it might look like you're not going to have anything there will be a lot but you shouldn't be releasing that person because of this promise you should be releasing this lesson because that's the learning lesson here for you, pile number one. That's what spirit really wants you to learn. This person has come to show you a shadow side that, you, that needed to, that you needed to see right in front of your eyes that was otherwise hidden in your maybe subconscious mind. And that is to learn to face your fears and to not allow anyone to gaslight you this way. Um, and you, of course, do not want to let anyone gaslight you. It's the real reason this is happening is due to maybe fear of rejection or fear of being alone. But let me tell you, pile number one, nothing in the world is worse then feeling imprisoned, like feeling someone has control over us and not treating us right. So whatever you're worried about, it comes secondhand to, it comes second to what this person is doing and your spirit guides are really encouraging you to take that step, release this person who does not deserve your kind energy uh, in from 
from your life. And once you do release that, you would have healed a big part of your shadow um, that is going to only uh, help you ascend and make you a stronger version of yourself, will help you claim your power, claim your self-confidence and claim your worth. I think the way you see yourself is completely going to change once you release this person. You're going to really believe in yourself. You're going to respect yourself so much more. And you're going to love yourself so much more. And all of the things that you are worried about will really dissipate in the background once you claim that sort of power. And you will never again allow anyone to do that sort of behavior with you ever again. It seems like this is the ending page with the completion card here. That's the world card. That's the end of the journey. There's a new you coming once you let go of this person, pile number one. You're being asked to think, why should you give so much to someone who barely wants to give you anything? Uh, their time, their emotions, their empathy, their care, even feeling happy for you sometimes. And it seems with the completion part here that you have been so kind to this person, so understanding, so giving, and you know that they haven't been giving you much at all, pile number one. In fact, it's not just about them not wanting you, not uh, giving you. This person doesn't even wish you well most of the time, isn't happy when you get things even if it's not them taking out of their own time or their own money to give it to you. So what kind of energy is that? And you're really being encouraged to let go of this energy so that you open up a new ether in space, this new vacuum, because when you let go of something, a new vacuum is created and a new energetic space where you can let someone in that vibrates in your new frequency, one that is willing to give back what you love to give, pound number one. So pound number one, that is the truth that you needed to know. I wish you all the best of luck with this. Damn, bitch, that's crazy. That is so true. And it's not just like one person that when she was talking, I was thinking of, it's like multiple people. It's like multiple people. Mostly the people that I've been talking and complaining about lately. That's crazy. I'm telling you, man, I'm going through a phase. I'm going through a change, man. I'm going through a change. And, you know, I have, like, a really bad habit of being so damn forgiving. Trying to see the best in everybody and stuff and all of that. Man, it's a real bad habit. You know, I've been thinking about people that I have already released, but, you know, sometimes I go back and be like, maybe I wasn't being understanding enough. Maybe I wasn't being given enough. 
maybe I was being too harsh or whatever. And, you know, it makes me want to love on them and get nothing in return. Like, they just take and take and take from my energy and take and take and take. And don't get shit in return. And a lot of times, I don't ask for nothing. I don't ask for shit. And I guess I got to work on that, too. Because I don't be really feeling like I need anything. But it got to a point that I need emotional support. And these motherfuckers ain't the... Every motherfucker, every motherfucker, the Scorpio dude, Dolo... The person I thought was my twin, the girl that I try to do business with, I've been thinking about them lately and been like, maybe I'm being harsh on them and shit like that. And the the point that I got to at this point in my life, emotional support, I haven't received from them. Every time it was that point to show me, like, they had my back, too, they dropped the motherfucking ball. And I'd be like, damn, bitch, I don't even like to bring up the fact that, see, this shit is opening up my heart chakra and my throat. I'm like, damn, bitch, I don't even like to bring up the fact that I did for you. I don't like to bring that up. I usually don't. But... It be like, they do you so dirty sometimes that you be like, damn. <laughs> you just be like, damn, bruh. You just be like, damn. That's all I could, that's the only way I could explain it. Like, damn. Motherfuckers be selfish. I mean, that should be so fucking crazy, man. Sometimes I don't even realize how much I be doing for people. That one dude, the Scorpio, I mean, I got his car out of tow. When nobody else was there that time that that shit happened at that club, bitch, I was there. Four o'clock in the motherfucking morning. Man, that should be hurting me, man. Because I be really good to people. That should be hurting me. Situation, I'm rooting for you. And if you've enjoyed this reading, please give me a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel so that you never miss a reading that I upload. Don't forget to click on your notification bell. And I'll catch you in the next reading. Bye. You have the most famous UFO abduction story ever. I know this is real. Hi, pile number two. So it seems like we started your reading at 1717, which seems like this reading is pretty significant for you. And we're looking here at a situation that seems like it took its toll on you one way or the other. Um, and I believe that your spirit guides feel like it's time that you know the truth about it so that you can take the right action. So 
So let's find out more about what this situation is and what truth are you supposed to know about? Because in this reading, we're exposing something big. Bruh, I really gotta stop being like that, man. I have to really be setting up boundaries. I gotta really stop being so fucking nice, man. I gotta really start doing that, man. It be hard for me sometimes. Cause sometimes just be doing shit and don't even be really thinking about it. And stuff. Until it get hard. Until it be hard moments. And then that's when I sit back and be like, fuck, damn, this some bullshit, some motherfucking bullshit. But there was red flags all along, and I seen those motherfuckers. I was just too understanding, too dismissive of it, being like, you know what, it ain't even, it ain't, you know, it's not that serious. People, like, they make mistakes, they do shit for all types of reasons and stuff like that. Or maybe I'm tripping, maybe I gotta really work on that. Bruh, I gotta work on that, for real. Like, it's hitting me hard as fuck. I'm just shaking my damn head. Or maybe you felt something was wrong 
or you felt or someone told you something of the sort in the past but it seems like you will be shocked to find out pretty soon pile number two that something is yours uh, like I said this could be inheritance uh, this could be a certain position at work uh, this could be something that someone took from you from the past that puts you at a disadvantage they have been gaining wealth from it they have been making use of it and enjoying it for a very long time to the point where you forgot about it forgot its existence and they forgot that it was yours to start with pile number two and with the wheel of fortune here there's big change coming up for you you will realize that there was a big lie that happened big manipulation plot that happened of some sort some kind of stealing that happened outright stealing um, and this situation pile number two is going to be exposed very soon sooner than you think you're going to be shocked everyone around you is going to be shocked because there it seems like many people are going to be exposed is for assisting this person but especially this person will be exposed and with this new um, information coming up about exposing this person that you may kind of have an idea about, or maybe not, will change things completely, pile number two. You will go from being very exhausted and guarded and not knowing what to do to fully living what you were supposed to live for a very long time. Gaining back control over what is yours, claiming it as yours and enjoying it while watching karma take back the rights of those who have really harmed you here, whether they were the ones who, the key players who outright stole from you or the ones who kept their mouths shut to benefit from the situation, pile number two. Mm -hmm. Very soon. Mm -hmm. Bitch. Motherfucking bitch. God damn, bitch. Oh, I gotta sip some water on that, child. Oh, jeez. Oh, child, 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 child,
because people let you, if you let people treat you any type of way, they're going to treat you any type of way. The truth that's going to be exposed is going to take you from this, I won't say miserable position that you're in, or tired, uh, energetically tired place that you're in. To where you're supposed to be, where you can once again enjoy what is inherently yours, what was fated to be yours, that was uh, energetically and karma-wise taken from you, because you needed to learn so many things before you take it. Pile number two. Very soon, pile number two, you will not believe the new world you're going to enter. Things are going to start seeming much easier for you in life to the extent where you're going to wonder if this is a dream or reality. Um, it seems like you're going to enjoy life so much more. You're going to feel like your spirit guides are on your side and if you've ever doubted if God or the universe or your spirit guides weren't on your side, this will be a great pat on the back to show you that they, you were never left alone, pile number two. You were just meant to learn a lot of things from the situation um, that you wouldn't have otherwise learned had it not happened to you. It seems like you have learned grit you have learned perseverance. You have learned to survive even in the darkest times. And knowing that you can make it in tough situations will not break you later on in life, will make you feel like everything else is much easier, that you have hit rock bottom, know what it's like. You're not afraid of it anymore. And that will make you bolder, take bigger risks in life, and will give you peace knowing that you, you won't be so afraid anymore because you've seen it all, pile number two. And I'm so sorry you've been through this tough situation here. Most importantly, the most thing I felt in this reading is some very uh, heavy energy almost freaked me out. Uh, there's a lot of toxicity here involved that I don't want to dig deep into because it, because energetically I can really feel it. And for this reason, I am so sorry, pile number two, that you had to deal with horrible people like that who did not care for your well-being and who did not care how bad things could go for you. I am so sorry. But pile number two, worry no more. <laughs> it seems now whether you know about all of this or not, it seems like very soon you're going to be claiming something that was originally yours, that is going to change your life completely into something beautiful, and you will be rewarded for all the hard work that you put in, for all the patience, for all the growing up that you had to do, and you will start reaping the benefits with the Wheel of Fortune here. The Wheel of Fortune suggests uh, the, the karmic uh, wheel of fate turning into your favor, 
and things going very well for you, when you experience being happy uh, after a long time of stagnate, stagnant energy here, pile number two. It doesn't seem to me, pile number two, that you're going to be the one that discovers this. I think what's going to happen here is that this person, that the original person that took what is not theirs from you, will have gotten so used to what they have that they will start taking, they will stop being extra cautious with the precautions that they're taking and they're going to make a mistake that is going to leave a trail for someone else to discover it and <coughs> excuse me and it's going to open up this whole page of everyone discovering about it this person will, will really feel shocked for their uh, crooky mistake and will be really face palming at their uh, stupidity for making a mistake like that but it's going to cost them everything this little mistake that they have done this mistake is really rooted and stems from the fact that they have gotten so used to what they have now that is not theirs that they started even believing that it's theirs and so they, by time, they've been taking less and less precautions to handling the situation, pile number two. So I see your spirit guides telling you uh, to wait in for a big surprise coming for you, <laughs> pile number two. And if you're feeling exhausted and tired, hang in a little bit more. It's going to get better very soon for you. Um, I want to tell you it's because you've worked in creating something, but that's not the reading here for you. The reading here for you is that you're going to get something out of the blue that was originally yours to begin with, pile number two. With the Page of Swords here, it's suggesting that there is a very... And I keep, I've been pulling... The Page of Swords and the Wheel of Fortune, like, every day since I started, like, this thing. Courageous person that is going to come forth and speak about this and expose this whole truth. They will notice it. They will feel flabbergasted by the amount of cruelty <laughs> that these people are doing. It's someone that's not expected to speak up. They're a very courageous person, but it seems like most of the time they've been minding their own business. But with the Page of Cups here, it suggests um, energy of someone who's young. So while um, they may not expect this person to speak Like, I'm starting... I'm, I know... I'm starting to see it. Speak up. This person has the energy of surprising people, of coming out of the shell just because they have this courage. It's just that they were always minding their own business. There is 
being truthful, speaking out, and courageously saying what is wrong, and you'll be surprised to have someone that is not close to you at all come forth and stand by you and expose this whole situation uh, and help you out, pile number two. So, wow, I'm pretty impressed with your story here. <laughs> all the best of luck, pile number two. What a story. I wish you would find out and claim what is yours very soon. Hold on tight as your spirit guides are saying. All the best of luck. This is going to end up very well for you. And pile number two, if you've enjoyed this reading, please give me a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel so that you never miss a reading that I up. Man, that's crazy. I also want to say that the, sma the spammer who was testing us in our group chat or whatever, they didn't have seven in their number. But everybody that they added to the chat had seven in their number. And so the person that had this account before, they had to be signing up to Ish Online and getting spam all the time, probably why they changed their damn number. But but um that's an issue that's gonna follow him if he don't stop those actions. Like just the time that I had the number, I don't get them as often as when I first got the number. Because I be doing like what these people do in the group. Saying stop if you want to stop getting a message from them. Uh, block them. Block their number or something. So it did slow down a lot. But when I first got the number, God, God damn. I was getting them like three times a day. Now I get them probably like once a week. And sometimes less than that. But also, cause it would say dear and then it said a name. I don't remember the name, but it has seven in it. I'm just saying. Paying attention. I know I sound real superstitious and shit like that, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a motherfuck, okay? Because it's a real experience to me. And really, I don't feel like what I'm talking about is superstitious or whatever. I ain't attaching no meaning to it, but it's meanings implied by me even talking about it. So, they kind of like speak for themselves. So, I'm not even caught up in so much what do that means, but more so in what do that feels to me.
because everything is real simple. Like I could feel what it means versus coming up with words to express how what it means. So that's why I like to just tell people what happened and then they could apply their own meaning. Like that's how I like to talk about things. That's something that I notice about myself. Like I read it like <laughs> I'm not giving you no meaning. Just explain I'm just telling you what happened. Hmm. But you know, I could I do feel like I generate meanings. Especially if I um, listen to somebody else's interpretation. And I disagree. I disagree with their interpretation. And that's how I know that I have my own <laughs> more than just feeling, but then I start to like generate a meaning behind it. Unless I try, if I have to, if I have to explain. Like, what I'm saying is like, what I feel about what happened, this is how simple I feel like it is. Now, I'm not worried about, like, even though I looked up what do seven means, like, usually I'm looking for something deeper. Hold on, let me go in the house. Like, I'm looking for things that trigger a knowing inside of me. So when I'm reading a meaning, I don't really care about the labels per se but a lot of times you read something and then it trigger like a you know when you talking and you're trying your best to explain something and then your friend say exactly what you was trying to say but in a like simplistic way and you be like, yes, that's exactly, that's what I mean, exactly. It's that feeling. That's what I'm looking for when I'm looking up things. I'm looking for that feeling of exactly.
so but what I feel like it is like everything is kind of like tied in together so let's say that you know I'm dreaming about seven and then I start seeing seven a lot like um whatever in whatever way I see it and I feel like it means something to me and then it leads me to a message and then that message leads to some type of form of reflection or aha moment and then at that point you healed so yeah Yeah, I was walking, I was just thinking about that point, because I don't remember saying it, but the point that everybody she messaged had seven in their number, but not the scammer, because this had to be some scam, spam type shit, you know? Oh... I was also thinking about how I miss my old number. Like, you get to a point in your life that you have so much shit in your name that it's really difficult when you change your number. Um, Like, it's kind of a big deal to keep your number at this point in your life for, like, business or whatever. You have to keep your number... So, changing my last number, it still affect me to this day. It just stopped me from doing something the other day, just because I don't have that number no more. It was some shit that I needed to get into, and it needed to send a fucking um, code or whatever to my phone, but I don't have that number no more. And I can't get into the account. And change it. So, you know. At this point, keeping your number is important. Because I be thinking about changing this number sometimes. My first reason was because of that shit right there. That spam. But... I feel like it's kind of like a minor inconvenience. And since I'm into like divination, you know, I can find like the meaning in like anything. Or a learning lesson in anything. So maybe it's good to have it in my life. So, it's cool. It's a minor inconvenience, you know. I knew a Virgo. They had the same issue when they got the number, and they it drew them 
absolutely crazy. Like, they changed their number again. I mean, with the quickness. Because they will get embarrassed by some shit. Like, let's say they, somebody was showing something on your phone and you get a, a message pop up talking about Viagra. <laughs> then, you know, with me, like, I just explain it to them. Because I'm a woman, first of all, like, what I need Viagra for, but, but, I mean, whatever, it just don't matter. And I don't really have people, like, looking at my screen a lot. And the people that do, they already know the situation. Like, I probably, they already know the story. Like, I let my husband look at my screen. Like, sometimes we watch stuff on it together or whatever. And, but he already know that I get spam. So, you know, if you're looking at my phone, you're close to me. I trust you. If you're looking at my phone, that means that I don't mind being completely open with you in the first place. So, I don't know, because it's like a serious thing. I ain't like I'm that social. So, and I usually socialize with people I'm deeply connected to. And it wouldn't be no thing for them to see something like that. Like, they understand. But, Virgos, they be such perfectionists sometimes. Like, they be caring so fucking much. They be giving fucks that it's too exhausting to give. I just be like, I be giving fucks though. But some shit, I can't. I can't even give as much fucks as Virgo give. I would go, I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. God damn, I just couldn't do it. I really couldn't. But, you know, they have energy to handle that. It's probably like some type of gift inside of that. So, which is cool. You know, like that's like some type of ability that that they have to be given that many fucks about shit like that. So, but sometimes, jeez, hold on, man, I got to tell the fucking story. So, um. And I, oh my goodness, I come across so many people that they sun, moon, and rising is the same sign. I come across so many people like that. 
So, um, this dude, he was a Virgo, sun, moon, and rising. And he was a singer. He really, like, on his IG and stuff, he would have, like, pictures with celebrities that he take maybe at a concert or something like that. He don't really have, like, a lot of followers, probably, like, 2,000 or something like that. Which, you know, I guess, I mean, I understand, like, what a lot is. Even though I have a few, I've always been like that. But I always liked it like like that. Like, on my Facebook, I only had, like, 22 friends. And that ain't a big deal to me. Or whatever. Because I be wanting real connections. So, like, people who, like, follow me and stuff like that, they have, like, a real connection with me. So, it's okay if that number is small. It's quantity. No. It's quality over quantity. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm just saying that's how my, my spirit is. But I respect people's spirit that's, like, on other spectrums, you know. You can learn so much from it, you know. It is what it is. But yeah, so I was working with this dude. And one night, Jesus, Jesus. So I just, I don't know, like me and uh, Virgos, we just don't vibe after extended time like I don't know because I say that I'm shy but not I'm not really maybe like in a group but when I'm just with some one person or whatever I'm not shy so Hmm. All right. So we was at work together. And we smoked. I'm a lightweight. He wasn't. So he wasn't even like high like that. But from whatever that we did, it was a vape pen. I was high as fuck. Like, for real. I'm, I was even more of a lightweight then, because this was like years ago, than I am now. But I'm still a lightweight. So, um... I was so high, like, I just wanted to be quiet. And... He was noticing, like, how quiet I was, and he was getting concerned because he thought I was going to geek out. And I'm like, no. But I was like, I didn't want to explain to him, like, I'm good. 
I just want to be quiet because I'm just like feeling things and stuff like that. I'm in my own space, but I'm not going to geek out. He was like, oh my God, girl, no. We at, we is at work. And I'm like, yeah, I know. We cool. We cool. So we work the overnight shift. So, you know, on overnight shift, you don't really run into too many people. It don't matter where the fuck you work in. You just don't run into as many people. Which is the beautiful thing about it. Like if I was to go back and work like a hourly job or something, um, I would want I would want to work at nights. So, but it probably have to be like part time because working forty hours like forty hours of your week is a lot. And every time I did that in my life, I felt it. Like I felt like. It didn't give me enough time to be, like, creative and, you know, it just didn't, I don't know. But sometimes it wasn't too bad. That's why I like night shift because you have so much time alone. Like, you could still, like, do things. I did homework. And all kinds of shit on night shift. So, shit, play video games, all type of shit on night shift. Write stories. <laughs> so I did have like a lot of freedom, but when you at work, you just, it feels, it still feels restricted. It don't matter if you don't have, like, much to do or whatever. It don't feel like home. It don't. And I feel like I be needing that home energy. And, you know, time with my people and stuff like that. Even if we don't talk a whole lot, you know, we just, like, being in each other's energy. And that be cool with us. So, but, you know, sometimes I sit next to my daughter and put my head on her shoulder and she would, like, talk about her art. I think that's one of her favorite times and one of mine's. Cause she really do be having backstories. I feel like I need to do that more, even like more often. Hell And my mama, man, she just talking, 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 talk, or whatever. She is not a good listener. She's not. 
but you know it's cool and she go from topic to topic even faster than me she not a good listener and she really don't pay attention when she is listening <laughs> i mean that's why she's not a good listener you have to be really almost entertaining her for her to pay attention like she get quiet when i'm in like a certain energy like when i'm in that energy like man, mother i fucking know i'm right i know i'm right about this shit i'm in that energy then you know i be getting off of because i i don't know man because i do be right and then when i speak my mind on it i'm in that energy like nah this some bullshit like i really speak my mind on it and i would say some really real shit that be shaking people up and a lot of time my mom be there and be like okay <laughs> period it be like that sometimes it be like that but that's how she is for everybody though they have to be like in some type of dominant energy for her to really be quiet and listen to you <laughs> I'm a childhood. I just can't. Well, I can and I have been, you know. So, and I'm not saying that it makes you be something that you're not. No, it just, you go with the flow of things. <laughs> like, my mom and my brother, like, they be talking, <laughs> they be talking at the same time about two completely different things. They don't even be talking to each other. They just be talking. And I'm like, oh, shit, people really do do that. And I be sometimes trying to, like, organize a conversation because they be both talking at the same time about different stuff so i would have to respond to her and then respond to him on two different uh subjects that's why my mind worked the way that it do like because i had to do that being born and raised in that so that taught me how to listen to multiple conversations Is that a, a boomer thing or whatever? Because my aunt and uncle, they do the same thing. I don't know, child. It don't really be making sense. I think it is like an extroverted thing, too. Because all these people are extroverted that I'm talking about. Like, they be talking about the same, like, at the same time. 
just a talking two different subjects they just talking at each other not really to each other they just talking out there or sometimes I feel like when I'm there they be both talking at me but about different things <laughs> but about different things <laughs> And my brother, he's an Aquarius with a Capricorn moon. My mom, a Leo with a Scorpio moon. <laughs> One thing I say about my family is they hella entertaining child. But that's how family be so like when I was younger I remember staying the night at my auntie house with my cousins and they siblings but around the same ages and they be arguing <laughs> they be they be fighting a lot and they fights be so funny to me it was like so interesting One time, they wanted to look at two different things on the TV. And the youngest was a boy, and he had two sisters. And my aunt, she just trying to zone them out. And they up here arguing and fighting over the remote. The remote. My husband hates. When I say remote. <laughs> so. I don't know what happened. I think my aunt. She made a decision. And she told my youngest cousin. To sit down somewhere. And he was like. Man she always get what she want. And he took a hanger. And he hit it. On the couch. And it broke a mirror. <laughs> and then his sister, which is the middle child, she like, ooh, mama, whoop him. <laughs> and he went to apologizing and stuff like that. And she rolling her eyes, like my aunt rolling her eyes. And then the sister was like, mama, he broke your mirror. That's why your little ugly self is going to have bad luck. That's what she said. <laughs> and then they was fighting about that. That was funny as hell to me. So... I didn't have like a lot of fights with my siblings because they was way older than me, 10, 12 years older than me. But 
then we started to like get into fights when we was all adults we started to fight each other get into arguments and stuff like that so we was late in the game And I would always, like, just sit there and watch it and laugh. <laughs> and I be wondering sometimes what I'm look like. I'm probably, like, sitting on the couch, smiling, laying down or something, giggling or something, watching it. <laughs> hmm. Those are some good memories when it comes to my family. Man, I guess I gotta forgive. I really don't want to. But... Um, bitch, I'm resistant. I'm resistant. But sometimes I feel like this is just how my family is. This is how, like, they always kind of, like, handle their problems or situation they always like real vicious with each other and want to fight and all it and they always been like that i'm not the only person that they did all this to it's just that it's common that they do this to people it's just a part of the cycle it just it is what it is and then after some time you kind of like be like, whatever, you know, we still family, and then you just kind of like forget that it happened, and then you just go on like everything brand new, I was always against that shit, like, you hurt me and shit, that shit is serious. It ain't gonna be no fucking sweeping it under the rug and act like nothing happened. Nah, bitch. Nah. That's why I've been keeping, like, my distance. Because I, I know how I am. I be seeing them do their shit to each other. And I be like, man, I mind my fucking business or whatever. I do me and let it be. And I ain't really had no issue. I ain't really had no fucking issue. We had smaller issues here and there and stuff like that. And I guess when I was younger... I went more with the dynamic of what it was. You know, we was young. We was kids. And just um, a lot of that shit swept it under the rug, and it was cool. But, 
the last thing that happened. Nah, bitch. Mm-mm. That was real violation. And ain't no sweeping it under the rug. I don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. I'm trying to, like, not let it hinder me. But I ain't with that fuck shit. Fuck all that. I ain't with no acting like we cool and shit like that. Nah. Bitch, and you lied on me and you did all of that. If you don't give me a fucking apology, then it ain't nothing to be said, bitch. And it better be sincere. Because if you give me a fake ass whatever, like, oh, I'm just going to give you what you want because you being childish type shit. Because, bitch, no, it ain't. You violated me. Fuck all that. I don't give a fuck, man. I told them motherfuckers, I like, I will never forgive y'all for that shit. Now, but I think that I can. But it had to taste sincerity, bitch. So I ain't gonna ever act like everything okay. They better not see me nowhere. They better not see me at no grocery store or nothing, because I'm not finna act like I'm cool with any of that shit. I ain't saying that I'm gonna be violent or anything like that. But I might look at your ass and don't say shit and go on by my motherfucking business. I ain't going to be smiling your face. And if you say hey to me, I might just go to tell you how I feel about all this shit. Like you saying, man, it depends. I could feel it now. Knowing that y'all violated me and I'm seeing y'all somewhere and then y'all gonna act like everything is cool. Nah, that shit gonna fucking get me in my motherfucking feelings. Okay? And then it gonna escalate and be a whole motherfucking problem. Cause I got some feelings on that ass. But I be coming from my heart. So I feel like sometimes. When I'm talking about how I feel, it ain't like some, I'm telling you sincerely from the bottom of my motherfucking heart, how this shit made me feel to be put in a situation like this, to love her like I did and her doing me like that. I'm going to talk about my feelings. And a lot of times, my family don't know how to respond to that. I think they would probably just look confused. That, But they would feel me, though. They would motherfucking feel me, trust and believe, because it could be felt. Because it's real. So no, fuck all that. Mm-mm. So I feel like I have to channel that anger or that hurt, that pain, into something else. 
which I did, and I'm still doing. But, you know, one of the side effects is talking about it all the fucking time because it's something that still be pissing me off. So, that's one of the negative side effects of it. So, but I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it because I could find lessons all around it. <clears throat> Regardless of how bad it hurt, it was still a major lesson. Things that I could try to like avoid now. Things that I could pay attention to. But I really have to... I feel like I'm pretty good with a lot of things. But I feel like... I could be better. I definitely can be better. And I just have to cut loose whatever don't appreciate me, you know, I guess before, um, I didn't, I didn't fully understand the reason why I needed to be appreciated, not fully, I still had lessons to learn about that. Still had lessons. So, and I'm learning them right the fuck now.